What to do if you don't want to give up bread to lose weight? That is a conversation I had with someone the other day who, who actually just almost automatically went into the mode of oh, just, just kind of fell into that. Oh, I had bread yesterday, so it wasn't good, wasn't great. And that's almost like the trigger to defining whether something's good and bad. And first and foremost, I just want to take a bit of a step back. So over the next three to five minutes, I'm just going to be talking about bread, carbohydrates, our relationship with food a little bit. So to hopefully help you understand how you maybe can incorporate into your diet if you if you want to, of course. You've got to know what suits you and what doesn't. So if you actually take a step back and look at studies that compare low-carb diets versus like kind of higher, moderate, normal carb diets, there's actually no real difference in successful long-term weight loss. However, there is differences in short-term blood sugar levels um, whether these are these last if because if people a short-term dip in your blood sugar levels might be relevant in type 2 diabetes for example in the control of that however if you go back to your normal ways that quote-unquote remission if you want to even call it that or better control actually goes out the window because you go back to your normal ways and a lot of people do that they go into remission um, and then it comes back when they go back to eating normally if you also look at the studies deep down the studies that show a better effect with lower carb diets, although they say it's a better effect and from the outside you say it's a better effect, the difference in, the, the difference in weight loss is about a kilo, like a kilogram, over about a 12-week period. Now, if you think about two pounds over a 12-week period, let's compare someone who had carbs and someone who didn't have carbs, someone who struggles to really stick to something when they give up bread and they feel guilty, um, beat themselves up and just think and believe the thought that now I failed. Because what do you do if you believe the thought I've now failed and I've lost all my results? Ever said that before? I've now, I've now failed. I've lost all my results. When you believe that thought, you act up to it. So your brain just goes, well, I failed. Might as well just fail a bit more. Ever said that one? And we do it. It's just normal thing that we do, unfortunately. So consider, for the sake of two pounds over 12 weeks, maybe we keep that bread in the diet to help you stick with it so you don't feel like you're missing out. Because even one study showed that when they actually gave people bread in the diet, they actually stuck to it for longer because they didn't feel like they're missing out. Hey, Teresa. Hey, Patricia. So for the sake of two pounds, maybe actually... We're looking at the wrong numbers here. What would help me stick to it longer? Because bread doesn't have to mean a bad thing. It might just be that at the moment, every time you eat bread, you think you failed, so you put jam on it and that's it. Like jam on it, I'm going to have another round, might as well screw it. The, bread, the, the floodgate's open now. The bread bin is open, we're in. Because we've tried to give it up, we have no structure around it. So maybe it's like, okay, I will only have bread at lunchtime. or And, and that's that sets a nice rule. I only have bread at weekends when we have breakfast together um, as a family, whatever it is. Or I will only have bread when I have my lunches at lunchtime because everything else is really difficult to eat um, in terms of prepping foods, and etc. And when I have bread, I make sure I load it with lots of salad. Like it's a great opportunity to get quite a lot of vegetables in, right? Now I'm not saying have a Subway, but uh, the other week when I got like three flat tires in the space of like three weeks, um, I spent quite a lot of time at uh, Quick Fit and um, in Swindon 
And right next to it, there's a McDonald's to one side and there's Subway to the other side. And um, I got a Subway uh, in there. And you can get, in a, in a sandwich, literally every piece of salad going in there. You'd probably have about 12 of your five a day in one sandwich. And that's not to say that, you know, that's the best option in the world, but it's what's the alternative. If the alternative is you're miserable, you think, oh, don't have it, don't have it, and then I want it, then I have it, then I binge eat, then you've just got to consider what's going to work for your lifestyle. Okay, because bread inherently isn't bad. It's, it's our beliefs around that. It's how much we have, perhaps what we put on it. So it might be that we need some structure around it. Like, for example, I only have bread at lunch times. I only have bread at the weekends, whatever it is, or just some structure around it. Because we've got to look at what we would have instead. Yes, if you just let yourself have bread whenever you want all the time, it might work for you. But it might mean that you miss out on vegetables. If you go, oh, I'm short on time, I'm just going to have jam on toast. Short on time, I'm just going to have peanut butter sandwich. Short on time, I'll just have a another sandwich with some toast for dinner, toast and butter for dinner. Like obviously, you're not going to get a variety in there. And if you did, if you said, I'm not having bread at this meal, you might have made a salad or had some vegetables or a stir fry or an omelet or whatever. And it's going back to having some simple staples that make it fit your lifestyle, like baked beans on toast. Like there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, yeah, you know, when we look at bread, people think it's really bad. But then when we look at beans, beans are actually a good source of protein, lots of fiber. Baked beans also do the... Um, different branding do like the five bean mix now so you're getting different amino acids in there lots of fiber in there so what if bread could actually be a tool to help you actually lose weight because the science is there to show that it can do and it's about defining what weight loss is is weight loss just how much you lose in a week is that how you're defining the success of it because what happens in two three four or five and ultimately when people talk to me at the start they often say you know actually i just really want to be able to have something fit my lifestyle so it becomes a lifestyle change and yes, there's times where you might want to just be a bit more aggressive with things. Absolutely. But we've just got to consider the grand scheme of things in this in terms of what actually makes us happy, what's sustainable, and what can we do from that. Anyway, um, I've had a few questions about uh, comfort eating. So I'm going to be doing a free talk um, all about comfort eating and feeling in control again. If you want in on that, just comment below of comfort eating and I'll make sure you uh, see when and where that is when I announce it. So have a lovely weekend. Stay safe, eat your protein, drink your water. Don't panic with petrol and I'll see you later. Take care.